Hey, it's Mandy from Little Geek Loss and the podcast, and you're listening to this freaking show. What's up, everybody? I am Travis Seacrest. And I'm the Freak Joe. And welcome back to the last episode of this freaky show. It is the month-long salute to Halloween as we celebrate throughout the month of October. Uh, a special thing that we do annual here at this freaky show, now part of this freaking show, now part of the FreakNet Studios. And uh, it's a sad day because uh, this is the last episode of the Freak Joe until next October. But it's also... Um, a uh, a good beginning as uh, Cartoon Joe comes and joins us for the first time on season four next week. Indeed, I'll go back to my hole and and he'll be back uh, with you all. Right, right. Freak Joe, I gotta say it was uh, it was an honor to uh, be on the show with you this past month. We got to enjoy five weeks together, so it's a week longer than most. Mm-hmm. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to be here. So I, I do appreciate the fact that we're able to negotiate that contract to get you here for one more week. I know normally you just like to stick to four. So I do appreciate you sticking it out for an extra extra week here uh, to record with us. Sure thing. Well, I know I am a slave to the calendar. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, guys, we um, I mentioned last week we we're going to have a guest on this week. We we're supposed to have Mandy on. We actually did record that show, but I don't know what happened uh, when I went to recording. Um, but the recording got really, really messed up uh, throughout the entire time we were talking. I tried to listen to it, tried to figure out there was a possibility to even edit it to make it even listenable and everything, and it just wasn't possible. So, Mandy, if you're listening to this, I do apologize for that. We are going to reschedule for you to come on at a later date so we can uh, enjoy the time we have together. Uh, if you guys don't remember Mandy, she is the host of the podcast, Little Geek Lost. Uh, so go check out those uh, podcasts as well. Uh, you can find them on all uh, platforms that podcasts are available on. Or go to littlegeekloss.com, uh, follow her on social media. And um, definitely check her out. Again, I apologize that we don't have a guest on tonight, but it's, it's okay because... We're going to wrap this up uh, kind of, you know, just it's just nothing like too special. We're, we're going to talk a little bit about some movies and stuff, obviously. And um, we're going to have our final freaky tale that uh, the Freak Joe is going to read to us, which was it. Uh, it's a repeat from 2015, but it was a recommendation by one of our listeners who is also uh, a podcast host. So we're going to listen to uh, the Freaky Tales uh, later on, and uh, we'll wait for uh, the Freak Joe to give us that title towards the end. Leave that kind of as a surprise. But I did mention we are part of FreakNet Studios. If you guys don't know what FreakNet Studios is, it is a network uh, of uh, t- this freaking show, Just Freaking Wrestling, and The Gray Area as we collaborate together to start bringing new content to the listeners across all three podcasts. Mainly focused on YouTube videos and stuff like that. And I feel like I'm really, really winded just because... I'm talking really fast here, Joe. You are. I know. It's crazy. I feel like I'm trying to get so much in it, like, you know, as much as possible. But I don't know why I'm fucking rushing. I think it's mostly the excitement. Mm-hmm. It's, got, it's got to be the excitement of everything that's going on. <clears throat> but 
Freaknet Studios is a thing. We launched on social media. Check it out on Facebook and Instagram at Freaknet Studios. Follow us to get updates on not only the release of our show, but uh, Just Freaking Wrestling and The Gray Area. That's D-A-G-R-A-A-R-E-A. Uh, all three weekly podcasts. So make sure you check those out and follow us on social media as well. And, of course, this episode of This Freaky Show is brought to you by Audible.com. If you guys are just like me and you're a huge fan of listening to stories and hearing stories and having stories read to you because you're not a big fan of reading stories yourselves, well, Audible.com is the best place for you to go. It's a one-stop shop for all audio books with over a thousand titles to choose from. And right now, if you go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today, you get a 30-day free trial of Audible. Plus, you get a credit towards your first book. So if you go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today, get your 30-day free trial uh, get your credit to get your first book purchase and take the opportunity to have a book read to you as if you were a child all over again. This freaky show is also brought to you by WeAreDapperTies.com. If you need the perfect accessory to finish off your Halloween costume, head on over to WeAreDapperTies.com and get yourself a high-quality knit tie for the low, low price of just $15. And if you use the special discount code FREAKIN, that's F-R-E-A-K-I-N, you'll even get free shipping on your order. That's right, you get a high-quality knit tie for just $15 plus free shipping. WeAreDapperTies.com, discount code FREAKIN. F-R-E-A-K-I-N. Head on over, pick yourself up a tie today. Joe, if you could, could you name a couple costumes that uh, a tie would go great with? Uh, I could. You could go as Michael Scott from The Office, or Dwight Schrute from The Office, or uh, Jack Skellington from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, or Mm -hmm. maybe Constantine from the DC Comics universe. So there there are a a lot of cool characters with ties yeah yeah not not to mention uh they have uh different styles of ties you can even go as the jokers that's probably one of the most popular costumes to create as well as one of the most popular movies out currently yep for sure yeah absolutely so ties are a great uh accessory to have not only for a halloween costume but for everyday wear we all know uh cartoon joe likes to partake in bow ties a different type of tie um if uh, you are a big fan of the TV show Dallas, which uh, you'd have to be pretty old or enjoy reruns, bolo ties, also a different variety. But we're focusing on the long, down-to-chest fucking ties. Standard necktie. Or, you know, if if you're Fred Astaire, maybe you use it as a belt. I don't know. We're not here to judge. We're just here to sell ties. Right. Wear the tie how you see fit. I mean, fuck. Cartoon Joe takes a regular tie and bow ties the shit out of it. Seen him do I it. I do. Several yep. times. Clutches. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll make a YouTube video and show you how Cartoon Joe does it. Yeah. Hashtag right? that's a really good idea. I like that. <laughs> right. I'm full of ideas, Joe. I'm not gonna lie. I am full of fucking ideas. Actually, I think that was the last one. I'm kind of running low on ideas, Joe. <laughs> but we're recording on Halloween. Today is Halloween, the day we are recording, which means this show is gonna come out after Halloween. Uh, Joe, just a quick uh, rundown. How has your Halloween been so far today? I have to be honest with you. It was uh, pretty boring. Um, it's been it's been snowy and cold here up in the city. And uh, I've been at work all day at the church. So it's been kind of just, you know, hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm not feeling the Halloween spirit, which is a real bummer. So hopefully the, the story later picks me up. I think it will. I think it will. You, you, we, uh, we've got a, we got a recommendation for a great uh story and 
Uh, we even had the opportunity, as I said, when we recorded this show originally with Mandy on, <clears throat> you read through it. And uh, again, you, you bring real, uh, a real like feel to the, uh, to the uh, story. So I always find it enjoyable and I'm sure you do too, as you mm-hmm. read it to yourself. Uh, I'm, my only, I'm go sorry. I was just, I'm especially excited to take a second crack at it because I screwed it up last time. So yeah, that's going to well, be we, great. But yeah, uh, but how was your how was your Halloween? It was good. Uh, work had uh, had some taffy apples that they handed out to everybody. Um, I I think I made a poor choice in my uh, taffy apple decision. I went with a uh, taffy apple that is um, it was covered in uh, chocolate chips, like both white Ooh. and uh, milk chocolate. And I thought that would be a good kind of choice. Mm-hmm. And after a while, I'm like, you know what? I should have just went with the uh, traditional, uh, you know, caramel covered in nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I feel like I definitely uh, started off uh, Halloween on the wrong pace, picking the wrong taffy apple. Gotcha. But, what was yeah. uh, what was bad about the the chocolate chips? Because that that sounds like it would be good, but kind of a toothbreaker. No. So okay. So. It wasn't bad. It just it wasn't a bad thing at all. I'm a huge fan of chocolate. I love chocolate. I both white chocolate and milk chocolate are my absolute favorites. So that's why I chose it. And they weren't like they weren't refrigerated and stuff like that. You know, they were kind of like room temperature. Oh, nice. Taffy apples. So it was easy to fucking eat. It's just like it didn't it didn't give me that Halloween feel. Gotcha. And I think that's what I was kind of missing. I was as I like biting into it. I think. If I was to compare it more, it would be more of like a Thanksgiving kind of feel, like a dessert kind of thing. I really didn't want my taffy apple to be a dessert, but more of like a snack. Gotcha. I think you get that a lot better from either the plain caramel taffy apple or the uh, the peanuts. And if you really want to stretch it, maybe get the sprinkle-covered ones. Mm. But I think the chocolate chip one was just – it was just way too much when you're just looking for a basic uh, taffy apple or affy apple, as the company's called, not a sponsor. But – it's still good. Gotcha. I did. Uh, I just snatched a second one on my way out. Just a plain old caramel covered uh, affy apple. So nice. Yeah, that one is actually sitting in my truck right now. So that's probably gonna be pretty hard to fucking eat here in a little no bit. No kidding. Going... Yeah. Yeah. But my idea is, uh, after we get wrapped up here and we're done recording, I'm going to grab that affy apple. I'm gonna sit on my couch. I'm gonna watch the Halloween Tree, which is my favorite Halloween uh, movie. And we're gonna. I'm gonna sit down and uh, enjoy that before I go to bed. Nice. That sounds like a tremendous Halloween, really. Yeah, it's going to be really, really good. I'm really excited for it. Um, but since we're uh, since I mentioned, because I wanted to create a great segue, so we're talking about movies. We're going to dive into some Halloween movies and uh, and kind of um, either or kind of segment uh, that we do here on occasions for things. We rarely do it, but sometimes we do do it. We're going to dive into that shortly. But I just want to remind everyone that. Uh, if you guys uh, are interested in any type of merchandise from Freaknet Studios, uh, TeePublic is the place to go. You could go on to TeePublic.com and search TFS today and get yourself a Cartoon Joe t-shirt, a This Freaking Show t-shirt with uh, multiple fucking logos that we've had over the years, like the Secret Society logo, the uh, new current logo, or the original red t-shirt logo are all available on not only t-shirts and sweatshirts and tank tops, also cell phone cases, laptop cases, magnets, tapestries, pillows, and pins and everything, even stickers. All you got to do is go to tpublic.com and search TFS today and pick up your uh, merchandise. Sweet action. Yeah. All right, Joe. Uh, what I'm going to do is uh, I made a list. Uh, well, you remember how I did this. I made a list of uh, some movies 
Uh, just either ors. I'm going to give you two movie titles, and you pick one, and you tell me which one's uh, most preferred to uh, be watched. Uh, we did this for Mandy, um, and I didn't participate that time. Neither did you. It was just strictly Mandy. But we're going to do it together as a team now. Okay. Sounds good. Oh, yeah, I'm kind of curious on how many we agree on and how many we disagree on. So okay. I'm just going to start right here. So uh, either or, Hocus Pocus or Nightmare Before Christmas? Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas for me. See, I pick Hocus Pocus. I've just never been a big fan of Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't know what it is about it. It's just... It doesn't. It doesn't like really like draw my attention in. I don't know what it is, but it's just probably one of those movies like, I give a uh, second chance to. That's fair. See, I I love Hocus Pocus as well, but I'm just mm-hmm. I'm 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 a big Tim Burton fan, which is actually the biggest part of it for me. Yeah. So and I, I love stop motion animation. I mean, you don't get a name like Cartoon Joe <laughs> without you, liking cartoons. <laughs> how do you feel about the Hocus Pocus sequel? I, I hear it's been confirmed now. I am cautiously optimistic. Because it's been long enough that I'm hopeful that they waited until the time was right to do it, rather than doing it just because uh, people are dumb and don't actually know what they want. Yes, I agree with you. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's because, from my understanding, it is a sequel. It's not a remake. It's not a prequel. It's not something that is. It's like a, a remastered version of what was already out. But I haven't looked too much into it to see if there is the, if there's even a storyline to it. So I'm wondering if they're going to bring back like, you know, the kids and stuff that were in the original one. What's going to go on with Zachary Binks? I think is that his name, Zachary Binks. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to come back. That's the stuff. I'm, I know it shows the three witches, so it seems like they're going to be there. It's just I want to know how they're going to come back if they're going to make that something logical that kind of makes more sense, or what's going to happen with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween 1978 or Halloween 2018? I can honestly say I haven't seen either of them. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the original because that's what Mandy said. All right. I'm, I'm going to go with the newer one because for some reason uh, classic horror movies uh, freak me out more than new ones. So I'm going to go with 2018. Fair. Uh, Casper the Friendly Ghost or It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown? Uh, I gotta go Charlie Brown. Say I gotta go Casper. You can't. You, I mean, Casper's pretty fucking good, man. Listen, yeah, I'm not, peanuts, I'm not a big peanuts guy though. But you That's are, fair. right? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a big peanuts guy, but I'm not a small peanuts guy. Mm. Weird to say fast. I, <laughs> I have, were you the one that I had the conversation with about um the Great Pumpkin or the Christmas uh, Charlie Brown specials? Yeah, I think so. We're like, okay. I think they're basically the same. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. All right. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I like Casper, but I just, it's not a movie that really does it for me. Okay. So, uh, Scream or Nightmare on Elm Street? Um, I've never seen Nightmare on Elm Street. Elm Street. Uh, so I'm gonna have to go Scream, but that's also because it was the first horror movie I ever watched. Scream is the first horror movie I ever watched. Um, but I'm going to go with Nightmare on Elm Street, even though I've also never seen Nightmare on Elm Street. But I, uh, and the only reason for that is I refuse to watch Scream because I'm not a huge fan of horror movies that can actually fucking happen. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Friday the 13th or uh, Child's Play? Uh, I'm going to go Friday the 13th. Okay, I'm going to agree with you on that one. Something about that fucking doll freaks me out. Yep. 
Uh, Young Frankenstein or The Witches, movie based on uh, Rudolph Dahl. Rudolph? Rudolph Dahl. Rudolph Dahl. Whatever. Rudolph Dahl. Uh, Rudolph Dahl. I'll go. I'll go Witches. Me too. Absolutely on the same page with that. Is um, is Young Frankenstein? Is that the one that has that uh, guy? Uh, what's the fuck is it? who who played Doctor Frankenstein? Was that the same guy who played Willy Wonka? That fucking oh, dude. Oh, it might have been. Oh shit! Well, that makes me want to go Young Frankenstein. I'm not gonna lie. Gene Wilder. Yeah. There you go. Oh, and it's a Mel Brooks movie. Yeah, I want to say it's the same movie that I'm thinking of. Mm, that's the one I'm gonna have to go with. Actually, okay. I'm gonna stick with the witches because. It was it was the first scary-ish Halloween movie that I actually liked. Nice. Uh, Ernest Scared Stupid or Haunted Manor? That's another. I haven't seen either of them. Uh, I'm going to go Ernest, I think, for the same more or less reason that I, I... Did Mandy go with Ernest or did Mandy go with Haunted Mandy, Mansion? Mandy went with Haunted Mansion just because oh. her hate... For Eddie Murphy wasn't as bad as her hate for Ernest. Yeah, I'm gonna well, I'm go gonna, with Ernest. I'm gonna go with Ernest too because I actually like that fucking movie. I don't remember seeing it, but I've seen some Ernest films and there I don't mind them. It's slapstick humor. It's it's yeah. like a, it's, it's like it's what like the '90s was for like the Three Stooges back in like the '40s or '30s, whatever the fuck you there back there. It's goofy right. slapstick comedy, and I think that's what the whole point of it was. Like, I mean, he didn't go to fucking make those movies for him to be like legit comedies. He just wanted to be a dumb fucking movie, right? Plus, plus he played Uncle Jeb in the Beverly Hillbillies. You can't go wrong with Ernest. That's a fair point. Also, I think Haunted Mansion came out sort of after Eddie Murphy's career peaked, mm-hmm. and he was just doing stuff to make money, and that bothered me. Yeah. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show or Beetlejuice? Mm, I gotta go Beetlejuice. Yep, I, I agree with you. Uh, Corpse Bride or Hotel Transylvania? Oh, Corpse Bride. Not even a question. Hotel Transylvania. Gotta go with Hotel. I, I love Adam Sandler, man. I've never seen Corpse Bride, but I do believe it might. I think it's free on Comcast, so maybe I'll watch it when I get back uh, from my trip. Gotcha. I've never seen Hotel Transylvania, but I have it's absolutely good. no interest. It's really good. I mm. recommend you watching it. All right. I'll give it, it a shot. If I have a chance, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna build it up. I'm not gonna overhype it. I'm just saying, like, for a cartoonish Disney type movie, it's pretty fucking funny. Okay. Uh, let's see, last one: Halloween Town or Coraline? Mm, I'm gonna have to go Coraline, but I love children's horror. Yeah, I'm gonna go Halloween Town because it's that Disney nostalgia that gets me. I love all the Halloween Town movies. Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, Halloween Town High, all of them. Great Fair. fucking movies. They are good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think my favorite, when I was younger, my favorite part of Halloween was the Halloween movies that Disney put out. Like, Mom's Got a Day with a Vampire. Uh, there was the one about the mummy. I can't remember the actual name of it. Twitches. Uh, God, just like so many good Halloween movies that Disney, they even like the Disney TV movies, which is one of my, one of the things I'm excited for, for Disney plus is they're supposed to be on there. So, nice. Yeah. All right, Joe. Um, what's, uh, what's wrong to our, uh, that freaking happen segment. Yes. What did I do with my thing? There it is. Oh, if, uh, if you're ready, go ahead. I am ready. 
So, um, sorry, I had a moment of doubt about whether or not I wanted to do this one. <laughs> uh, well, because now, now that we're actually on Halloween, <clears throat> it's tempting to to bring some theology in and, and talk about how today's also Reformation Day. Mm. Uh, 502 years ago today, uh, Martin Luther nailed the 95 Theses to the door of the cathedral in Wittenberg and started the Protestant Reformation. But that's whatever. Way more interesting than that is the shootout at the OK Corral, which happened back in 1881 on October 26th uh, with the the Earp brothers and those cowboys what run through their town. So the Clantons and the McLaurys. Yeah. So down there in Tombstone, Arizona, which is uh, one of my my all time favorite movies is Tombstone, as I said last week with. uh, Yes. uh, Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're my Huckleberry. Mm -hmm. Damn straight. So good. I got two guns, one for each of you. (laughs) Fucking love it. What about you? Uh, For us. I'm actually I'm I'm I want to bring two because I found another one that I never heard of before. But I'm gonna go for, I'm gonna go with the uh, my first one here, my main one, which uh, the Pope admits that the Earth revolves around the Sun. Pope John Paul announced October 31st, 1992, that the Catholic Church erred by imprisoning Galileo for his belief that the Earth revolves around the Sun. Galileo was forced to recant his beliefs under the threat of torture and was sentenced to house arrest for the remainder of his life. The church decision was the result of a 13-year investigation into the matter. In 1615, the Roman Inquisition has determined that... Oh, God, Joe, you had to help me with this for Heliocentrism? Mm, yep. Fuck yeah. God, I am almost smart. I love that you're on the show with me, Joe, because you help me out. I'm you're happy like, to be helpful. You're like my hooked on phonics. You are my Rosetta Stone-ish. <laughs> Uh, contradicted the Holy Scripture, citing biblical passages such as Psalms 93, 1, 96, 10, and 1 Chronicles 16.30. The world is firm, established, it cannot be moved. Galileo's dialogues concerning the two-chief world system in 1632 supported heliocentrism and appeared to attack Pope Urban the, the Eighth for this in discretion, Pope Urban VIII uh, had him brought before the Roman Inquisition. Under threat of torture, Galileo recanted. He was sentenced to house arrest for life, and publication of any of his works was forbidden. As late as 1990, the church still showed support for Galileo's prosecution, as evidenced in a speech by Cardinal Ratzinger, who later became Pope Benedict the 16th. Yep. Yeah. In which he stated, her being the Roman Catholic Church, verdict against Galileo was rational and just, which is weird. Why would they refer to the Catholic religion as her? Uh, it's the Mother Church. Father uh, God and Mother Church. Mm-hmm. Oh. Galileo was rational and just, and the revision of his verdict can be justified only on the grounds of what is politically opportune. So yeah, back on Halloween 92, uh, John Paul's like, my bad. Another one, another one I found out uh, as I scrolled down further. Mighty Mouse sniffs cocaine. <laughs> what? October 31st, 1987. Claims are made that the cartoon mouse sniffed co- uh, cocaine in today's episode of the Saturday morning cartoon. 
The producers claimed that he was sniffing flowers that had been crushed by a bully. <laughs> so Halloween sure. Halloween 87, Mighty Mouse uh, did some blow. Nice. Uh, yeah. Weird. At which point it became Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> Same fucking mouse, man. <laughs> Same fucking mouse. Holy shit. <clears throat> Guys, if you haven't had a chance yet, make sure you follow us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at this freaking show. As well as Freaknet Studios, which is on the Instagram Facebook platforms at Freaknet Studios. All right, Joe. If you are ready, I am ready, and we could uh bring out the final freaky tales of 2019. I am ready. And with all of the anticipation that I'm sure has been building up. Tonight's reading is The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. I know we mentioned that I've read it before, but it's a classic. It's Halloween. It's actually on Halloween. Mm-hmm. We're doing the fucking Raven. It is how it's going to be. The fucking Raven. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor," I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. Only this, and nothing more. Ah, distinctly I remember it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow from my books surcease sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels named Lenore, nameless here forevermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before, so that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, "'tis some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. "'This it is, and nothing more.'" Presently, my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is, I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door, darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into the darkness peering long i stood there wondering fearing doubting dreaming dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before but the silence was unbroken and the stillness gave no token and the only word there spoken was the whispered word lenore this i whispered and an echo murmured back the word lenore nearly this and nothing more Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning. Soon again I heard a tapping somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see then where thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when with many a flirt and flutter, in there stepped the stately raven of the saintly days of yore. 
Not the least obeisance made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mien of lord or lady perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace, just above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing more. Then this ebony bird beguiling my sad fancy into smiling by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance at war. Though thy crest be shorn and shaven thou, I said, art sure no craven, ghastly grim and ancient raven wandering from the nightly shore. Tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's plutonian shore. Quoth the raven evermore. Much I marveled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door. Bird or beast upon the sculpted bust above his chamber door was such a name as nevermore. But the raven sitting lonely on the placid bust spoke only that one word as if his soul in that one word he did outpour, nothing farther than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered other friends had flown before. Oh, on the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, never more. Startled at the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken, doubtless, said I, it utters is its only stock and sore caught from some unhappy master whom unmerciful disaster followed fast and followed faster till his songs one burden bore to the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore of never never more but the raven still beguiling all my fancy into smiling straight i wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door then upon the velvet it's sinking i betook myself to linking fancy unto fancy thinking what this ominous bird of yore what this grim ungainly ghastly gaunt and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking nevermore this i sat engaged in guessing but no syllable expressing to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core this and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight gloated o'er, but whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight gloated o'er. She shall press, ah, nevermore. Then, methought, the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by seraphim, whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wretch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by these angels he hath sent thee, respite, respite and nepenthe from thy memories of Lenore. Quaff, oh quaff this kind nepenthe, and forget this lost Lenore. Quaff the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, whether temper sent or whether tempest tossed thee here ashore, desolate yet all undaunted, on this desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, is there, is there balm in Gilead, tell me, tell me, I implore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. 
prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by that God we both adore, tell this soul with sorrow laden, if within that distant Aden it shall clasp a sainted maiden whom the angels name Lenore, clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore, quoth the raven evermore. Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked, of starting. Get thee back into the tempest and the night's Plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my heart and take thy form from off my door. Quoth the raven. Nevermore. And the raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting on that pallid bust of Pallas just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming, and the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted never more. The end. Great ending to another freaky show, Joe. Thank you. I've, I've always been such a huge fan of Edgar Allan Poe's uh, tales and everything. It actually inspires us to create our own short storybook, Freaky Tales, mm-hmm. that uh, we, we definitely got to start working on one day. I agree. Like, I agree. We have a year. Clock is ticking. Yeah, <laughs> such a year, right? We got we got 366 days because it's a leap year next year. So, yeah. yeah. So we definitely got time. But we're going to we're gonna release Freaky Tales. We're going to have such great tales that we could even read them on this Freaky Show in October. Mm-hmm. Looking yeah. forward to it. Absolutely. And you can definitely check next year's This Freaky Show out, as well as all of this freaking show up until that point on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, um, just by searching This Freaking Show. It's all there. It's all available mm-hmm. out there. I think we're on some kind of player FM somehow, too. I don't know how we got there, but we're on there, too. Nice. Everywhere. Fucking Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes. If you do listen to us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating and a review. It definitely helps out the podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, Freak Joe. Uh, last time I'm going to ask you until next year, but uh, what are you freaking thinking? I am freaking thinking about a podcast called The Edge of Sleep. It is a, a tremendous audio drama by two guys. I assume they're guys. I, maybe I shouldn't. But uh, they go by Q Code and Wood Elf. And um, it is really good. The uh, The final episode comes out next week on November 5th. And it is just tremendous. I, I am so anxiously awaiting the last episode of this story so far. Um, it was It's really good. GCR recommended it to me on GeekCast Live a couple of weeks ago. And it uh, it's just, it's really good. Each episode is about 27 minutes. So it's very digestible. And it's just, I really, I really highly recommend it. It's called The Edge of Sleep. Check it out. Um, I believe iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, um, everywhere you find podcasts, you can find that that particular one. 
So, yeah. What are you, what are you freaking thinking about? Uh, I'm, I'm traveling to Arizona tomorrow. Uh, I'm going out there for just a weekend. Going to do some family stuff out there to get taken care of. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to hop on a plane and uh, travel across the country for literally probably a day and a half. Nice. Yeah, leave the leave the snow ridden Halloween of Illinois to uh, enjoy the November first of Arizona. So, uh, other than that, not not a whole lot, you know. I, I'm really excited that we had a chance to all sit down uh, for lunch, you, me, Sarge, and Dizzle J uh, last weekend. Mm-hmm. We got we got to uh, sit down and kind of get an idea of what we're going to do in the future and everything. So I was I was excited to do something like that. Um, but. Right now, it's just a whole uh, mindset of getting on that plane and heading to Arizona and getting away from the snow for a day and a half. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, fun. enjoy that. Enjoy that. Fuck yeah, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you do listen to Doug Gray Area, Just Freaking Wrestling, and this freaking show as they release every single week. And all of these podcasts are found on Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes. Go to thegrayarea.com and check uh, check out his shows as well as follow him on social media. And go to Just Freaking Wrestling that's hosted by me and Dizzle J that's released every single week as well on uh, every platform I mentioned plus YouTube. And uh, again, just follow us. Social media, everywhere, follow us. Type, us. type the names into Google. We'll pop up. And um, if you're getting out there and you're listening to uh, some other podcasts and stuff after you listen to this freaking show, of course, um... There's a guy that uh, is on the uh, show with us um, on a weekly basis. His name's Cartoon Joe. And if you guys don't know who Cartoon Joe is, I don't know what the fuck he's been doing for the last four years because he's been here with me. It's true. But he's only been here for about an hour a week. And I know because I live it, I only get to spend an hour a week with Cartoon Joe. And for me, that's not enough. And I know for you guys, that's not enough. But luckily, the freak Joe as he makes his exit, could tell you exactly where he could find Cartoon Joe every single week if you need more Cartoon Joe. Like, I can. If you need more Cartoon Joe, head on over to the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com, which is our new URL. You can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, maybe Spotify, uh, Google Play, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. All right. Freak Joe, I want to thank you for another year of this freaky show as we spent the entire month of October celebrating uh, Halloween as we discussed haunted houses, haunted places, movies, and uh, the uh, the killers that are partaking in those movies. A huge shout out to uh, Fear Innes from the Fifth Cast Studios for coming on the show and spending some time with us. Huge shout out to Mandy who did come in, uh, on the show earlier this week to record. And I apologize once again how that show did not be... Uh, did not work out, but we are going to have you back on in the future. Look forward to doing this again next year, and look forward to everything we have going forward into Season 4. Next week, we're going to bring back the Follow Your Star Award. I know we said it was going to be the end of the month kind of thing, but we have something special for next week that we're going to talk about for the Follow Your Star Award, so we're going to put it off until then as we start out November on, a, on the right foot. So, uh, as always, I am Travesty. I'm the Freak Joe. And thank you for listening to the final episode of this freaky show. I'm out. <laughs>